0: Hey guys, welcome to this week of True Podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Drea. And today we're talking about our relationships with our siblings. Yes, and growing up with different gendered siblings. Yes, because I only had brothers. She only had a sister. Mm -hmm. So we're, you know, talking about pros, cons, funny stories from our childhood. how we, Our relationships now, how we grew into ourselves as adults. And talking about what it was like to get in-laws. Yeah, the in-laws is... Is a fun part of yeah. having siblings of different genders. So, we hope you enjoy this episode. Stay tuned. So, today we are attempting to talk about siblings. hmm And the dynamics of our family life. Because I grew up with only a sister. So, like, it was only girls in the house. Yeah. But then... And I grew up with two brothers, so there was only men in the house. It was just me and my mom who were the females. Well, at least you had, like, your mom, so it was just like that. Like, you had that companion. My dad was just on his own. Like, even with, like, our dogs and our animals, like, he was just on his own. (laughs) I mean, yeah, for sure. I always, like, grew up wanting to have a sister, Mm -hmm. but I guess we could get into that later. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so why don't we just talk about, like, the differences... In our relationships, being that, like, you know, you're a girl, you had brothers, and then Mm -hmm. I'm a girl, I had a sister, whatever. So, growing up with brothers, especially growing up on the dairy, it was mostly just us hanging out together. Mm -hmm. We didn't have neighbors, so we were just, like, you know, the three musketeers. Mm -hmm. Like, we did everything together. My oldest brother, Matt, he's, like, two and a half years older than me, Mm -hmm. and then... Obviously, I have a twin brother. If you've right. listened before, you know I have a twin brother, Jacob. Right. And it was weird because we always grew up getting along. Which is something that I find very interesting because every like brother-sister combination that I've met, I feel like they've really bumped heads growing up. Not at all. It That's was so the crazy. weirdest thing that we really didn't fight at all. That's so interesting. We had a very peaceful existence for the most part. I mean... This is me saying that. I think if you were to talk to my brothers, maybe they'd say something a little bit different. But mm-hmm. I think if they're being honest, they could say that we really didn't fight at all. Mm-hmm. Like, we all got along. Like, sometimes the boys, you know, butt heads a little bit, but never any issues with me. How interesting. Did you find that, like, um, you guys had, the same like, the same interests also, or...? Um, I think that as I grew a little bit older, it ended up being that way because down the street, there was another dairy that had a girl that was my age. Mm -hmm. So like we would hang out a little bit, but like, you know, I was pretty, I was kind of a more or less stereotypical girl when I was growing up where like I had dolls and, you know, all this whatever, all this, you know, chick toys. And I guess I found playing with them pretty unfulfilling because it was always playing with by myself. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And something to know about me is that I, my imagination, I feel like is lacking, like my creative like juices are just not there. Mm -hmm. So I can never write a short story. Like I can't make up any like, stories for my dolls or whatever. Okay. Okay. So I'm just kind of like, it's boring to me because I'm just like, plain pretend doesn't really work for me. For sure. So the natural thing was... That's so was to funny. P- That's so funny that, like, as a child, you're just like, I can't do this pretend thing. Like, <laughs> I'm above this. Right. It's so funny. <laughs> so really the answer then is to play with my brothers, mm-hmm. which, you know, is easy. Well, it was easy at the time anyway because that was all we had. Like, mm-hmm. I only knew brothers. But... And what did they do, like, to have fun? What was the type of things that they were into? So... That's an... <laughs> That's an interesting question. So, like, we watched a lot of movies growing up. Like, we have, like, this collection of, like, you know, VHS, like, mm. cassettes, like, all the Disney movies and whatever. Like, I have distinct memories, of, like, watching the first Disney animated Beauty and the Beast. Mm. And me and my brothers would be sitting in our hampers, like, in front of the TV, like, watching it. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Are we just going to gloss over the fact that you just said you sat in your hamper? No. <laughs> like, laundry basket hamper? No, like a laundry basket like you know like the you know the stand-up like you put your dirty clothes in it yeah yeah wait what (laughs) What? can you elaborate on this like why i could not tell you why this is like 20 years ago this is the funniest image you've ever like put into my brain but by the way it gets like the further like you let yourself really sit in there, the more cramped you get, and the harder it is to like get out. So you have to like mm-hmm. knock yourself over and then like spread out. <laughs> okay, all right, sure. Your kids, kids do weird things. Yes. Okay. So I'm like there was that, and then like we had like you know blocks and like a lot of toy cars, like a lot of Hot Wheels. I was gonna I was gonna ask you about that, but go on. And then we had this actually like old like car track, like an electric track thing. Which we weren't, we didn't have the capabilities to really use that well when mm-hmm. we were that young. Mm-hmm. And then uh, eventually we got video games. Mm-hmm. So like there was a GameCube. That we've yeah. talked about in a past podcast. I love the GameCube gets, I really do. Yeah. But anyway, so like we would play on the GameCube and I would play, you know, against my brothers and things. So I unintentionally got pretty good at Super Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because they were so good. And I'll tell you what, they never let me win. <laughs> so I was consistently in last place all the time. It's me today. <laughs> and other than that, I'm just like, we did stupid things. Like, we we played outside a lot. Like, mm-hmm. we always had dogs. Yeah. And uh, we'd make up little, like, songs to things. Okay. It was the weirdest thing. You guys so- were an a cappella group? No. Oh, dang. So, like, what I mean by that is... So when we were growing up, my mom had a Suburban. Okay. And the way it went was... And to this this day, Drea, I need need everyone to understand, to this day, if I'm riding in a car with my brothers, Mm -hmm. which really doesn't happen anymore because they're both married, so there's not enough room. If I were to ride in a car with both my brothers and my parents, this is how it would go. So obviously my parents in the front seats. Then I would have to sit in the middle. Matt would have to sit on the right hand side of the car and Jacob would have to sit on the left hand side of the car. Okay. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> it's your assigned order. That's our assigned order. Is it because like like youngest to oldest? I don't I could not tell you. Matt wanted the right or something, or Jake wanted the left. I don't know. This is how it had to be. How interesting. You guys are like O C D So even as we grew taller and all of us are on the taller distribution too, because both my brothers are over six foot. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of tall for a woman, mm-hmm. yeah. and so no matter what like this is just like the order like everything sat in like if it was just me or and one of my brothers, and, like one of my parents, my brothers would always get to sit up front or whatever. It was never me. Mm-hmm. I was never the chosen That's but anyway, funny. so getting back to the point is that we had a suburban, and obviously the you know order went, I sat in the middle, mm-hmm. and then the boys sat accordingly. Mm-hmm and why didn't someone just sit in the third row i don't know <laughs> okay we wanted to be near each other cute okay? okay cute cute cute. um so the way that the seat buckled it wasn't like you know when those ones that like, comes from like behind and like you know that has it over the as well mm-hmm. like the middle seat just had Around a belt that went over your lap yeah and like obviously then it would have like a certain amount of strap to like tighten and loosen and whatever mm-hmm. So I was always pretty small, so there was a lot of, you know, strap left to be loose. Mm -hmm. And my brothers would play with it. Okay. And prepare thyself for what the name of it was. Oh, no. It's called The Snake of Reality. (laughs) Okay. And if you guys just heard that, that was my stomach growling. I'm so sorry. Oh, I didn't hear it. I was busy laughing. I I definitely heard it in my own Maybe my my boisterous laugh will drown it out. Yeah, it was called The Snake of Reality, and it had a song. You guys were woke. You guys were woke as children. How like, is what? that woke? Like, there's, like, the snake of reality. Like, you guys are having, like, an existential crisis in your game. Like, what is this? <laughs> so, I mean, not that the, the snake, quote-unquote snake of reality would do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, would they whip you with it? If, if They're feeling very rambunctious, yes. Mm-hmm. But mostly, like, they just, like, wrap it or, like around my arm or something. Okay. okay. As brothers do. Yeah. So it was a snake reality. And then we would call. Oh, my goodness. All these things are coming to me, like, as. As you are thinking, yeah. thinking about it. As we are thinking about it. We referred to our garage. I don't know why. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you why. Because you're going to ask me. <laughs> I'm okay. just going to be like, I don't know. Okay, there's no reason behind these things that we do as children. We call our garage Santa's belly button. It took literally... I had to, like, control my face. As you said that, you should have stopped me. Like, you saw me reaching for my drink. And, like, I had to, like, really be like, it's not funny. It's not funny. It's not funny. I was going to, like, spit it everywhere. Amazing. I couldn't tell you why. We we were going out of Santa's belly button Did you? Did your parents, like, keep your Christmas decorations, like, in the garage or something? And, like, maybe you guys saw, like, a big Santa Claus or something? I mean... Yeah, our decorations were definitely in the garage, but I don't think it was related at all. All right. We were just weird. Okay, yeah. All right, I'm on board with that explanation. I can totally get on board with that because I want to wait till we get to my stories. Yeah, we were just weird. Um, As far as picking on each other goes, we really didn't do a lot of that. The Mm. only thing that comes to mind, and I'm so sorry, Jacob, because it was towards you, but we had this... uh, like, toy elephant, that, like, it was, like, a felt toy elephant, but it was mechanical, so it could, like, walk really slow. Okay. And when you turn it on, it starts, like, trumpeting. Okay. But the thing is, I think it was just so old that it sounded really disturbing. Mm. Like, whatever, like, voice box thing it had, like, just wasn't good anymore. Mm. So it was... Ridiculous! It sound, it didn't sound at all like an elephant. It mm-hmm. sounded like a demon. Good. And my twin brother was really afraid of it. Mm-hmm. So every once in a while, when me and Matt were feeling really naughty, I guess, <laughs> we would turn it on in front of him and like like leave it and let it walk towards him. <laughs> He's being tormented. He did as not you guys like that. Are entertaining yourselves? That's really reminiscent of. Have you seen Toy Story 4 yet? No. All right, no spoilers. But if you guys have seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, other than that, I always wanted to have a sister. Mm-hmm. To this day, I couldn't tell you why. I mean, it's just natural to, like, want, like, someone, you yeah. know, there to, like, have as a friend or something. For a long time, I was hoping for a little sister. Mm-hmm. But, obviously, that never happened. Well, not obviously to you. Yeah. Not obviously to you guys. But, obviously, to Drea, this never happened because I do not have a little sister. Yeah, <laughs> It is just... It wasn't in the cards. It is just the three of us. But, um... Yeah, I always wanted a little sister, so I think I always looked for that in, like, my female best friends, Mm -hmm. you know? But But now, since, like, you, when you went to college and, like, you were in a sorority, so you have, like, a whole plethora of sisters now. Now I have over 400 sisters. So there's something with that. I don't know what the numbers are at right now, so it's somewhere, it might be a 500 by now, I don't know. Well, I mean, you got what you wish for, if you think about it. In a way, yes. In a way. Anyway, anyway, yeah. So me, um, it was completely opposite with me and my sister Danielle, because well, okay, I don't want to say completely opposite because when we were growing up, like we did spend a lot of time together, and like we had, I have story on story on story of like the ridiculous crap that we got ourselves into, Mm -hmm. but we did also like fight a lot. Mm-hmm. And naturally so, because like just us as individuals, as like adults, we're very different. Yes. But as adults, we can understand those differences and like not be mad at each other for them. You know, like mm-hmm. we just understand that that's how we differ. But as children, like you don't get that, and you're just like, what the heck? Like, why aren't you doing what I want you to do? Kind of deal. Yeah. So, um, so growing up, but she she's four to five years older than me. Mm-hmm. So that's like. Like, okay, so when I was in eighth grade, she was a senior in high school. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so it's just, like, it's kind of, like, a pretty significant age gap where everything she did, like, I thought it was, like, the coolest thing possible, which is a really common thing, I feel like, for, like, a lot of siblings, like, younger siblings. Especially since she was your older sister. Yeah. So, literally, that's your role model. Yeah, like, she, like, everything that she was doing, I was just like, oh, that's so cool. Like, she's so, like... Awesome, whatever. So from a very young age, no matter what it was that was going on, like no matter where she was going, what she was doing, like I was just like, I want to go. Which, (laughs) which if you ask her today, she will never let me live down Mm -hmm. because like, and her favorite story to tell is like, in when she was in fifth grade, this new girl came to school and like, you know those people that come to school and you can kind of tell they're gonna be a cool kid, like they're gonna be a popular kid for sure. So my sister, when she was in elementary school, she was not one of these children. Like, she was kind of on the loser spectrum. Okay. <laughs> but this girl that came in who was new, like, I guess she, like, and even, like, when we ta- when she talks about this story now, she's like, I know that that girl is going to be cool. I want to make her my friend. Mm-hmm. This girl ended up being Paulette. Oh. Yeah. So my sister's best friend to today. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, like, Danielle, like, finally got in with this girl, and, like, she got invited to her birthday party. <laughs> and danielle's like i'm gonna be a cool kid that's really funny so, so in this process of like her being invited and her going i'm just like i want to go too <laughs> and my mom of course like you know and my mom's like trying to like pacify her two demon children so mm-hmm. she's just like danielle you have to take your younger sister And Danielle's just like, I am going to kill myself because this is my one in to be with the cool kids. And I'm going to be dragging around this snotty, like, first grader to this, like, fifth graders party. In retrospect, it doesn't, it's not that big of a difference. But at the time, it was a big difference. I just have to say real quick, just, like, Mm -hmm. thinking about that. Because I'm like, I know your sister and her Mm -hmm. friends. Like, I know Paulette. Like, I've spent time around her and whatever. I'm just kind of like, it blows my mind to think that, like, were they really, like, the cool kids then after that? Well, Paulette was. Uh <laughs> Danielle, I wouldn't say became like really grew into herself until like high school. Okay, but then yeah, she did. Because I'm just kind of like not to say that they aren't cool because they are. Mm. But like I, like knowing like the group of friends that like your sister has, and just kind of like, I wouldn't have like I wouldn't have thought that they were the stereotypical like cool kids I don't or like know. any I, of them really. Yeah, like I don't know if they were like I, I don't know. It's very interesting because I, I feel like maybe even just in like the generation gaps of like when my sister was in school, when your brothers were in school, and maybe like when we were in school. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if like the cool stereotype changed. Yeah, because I'm just kind of like, they're very quirky people. And mm-hmm. I love that about them. They're yeah. great. Like they're really funny. Like they're awesome people. Yeah, but I'm just kind of like that didn't translate to cool kid in my mind. I, I don't know. Like, obviously, I didn't go to school with them. But yeah. like all the stories that I hear, like I know that Paulette, she was like homecoming queen. Like she was like one of the... Good for you, kids. Paulette. I know, right? Or like, I think it was homecoming queen. Sorry, Paulette, if it was wrong, but I'm pretty sure maybe prom queen. One of the queens. She was a queen of something. Mm-hmm. Anyways, okay. We, we like got real... Sorry. That was my fault. Um, no, you're good. Um, what happened? Oh yeah. So, she, so she's going to this party and I'm like tagging along and they like open the door and like Paulette's at the front door. And she's just like, hi, Danielle, like, this is this. And then Danielle's like, yeah, like, this is my younger sister. And so, like, and I'm literally just the entire, and if you're watching on YouTube, like, you're going to get more of the reaction here. But, like, I'm staring Palette dead in the face, and I'm just like. (laughs) (laughs) Because I noticed she's wearing these pants that had Powerpuff Girls, like, embroidered on them. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, where did you get your pants? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Paulette's just like, um, like Ross. (laughs) And I was just like, I gotta go. (laughs) And I literally like 180 and like walked back to my mom's car and like got it and left. And, then, and so Danielle's just like, I don't know what happened, but I'm happy it did. So they go through the whole party. Well, yeah, I, I'm sure. I feel so bad for Danielle to have to take you to a party. <laughs> but Okay, so listen. So she goes back to the party. They have the whole day, whatever, doing I don't know what because obviously I wasn't there. I In the meantime, when I went back into the car, I forced my mom to take me to Ross. And I got the same pants with Powerpuff Girls embroidered on them, put them on. And when we came back to pick up Danielle, I was like... You're such a psycho <laughs> and I think I even got a shirt too like a Powerpuff Girl shirt so I came with like a Powerpuff Girl shirt and pants and I was like mm-hmm. <laughs> and Danielle's just like I'm gonna kill myself by everyone I'm so sorry Jenny. and that was like that was just like the norm yeah like that was what I like that's the type of thing that I would do to Danielle growing up <clears throat> like I feel bad like now because if I had a younger sister who was doing that to me I would kill myself but, <laughs> but from what I understand, she, she'd get you back in her own way. Oh, yes. Danielle really got me back a lot of ways. But um, yeah, that, I mean, like, that was just kind of like my one little, like, story about, like, what I would do to Danielle in the sense of, like, social groups. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, like, Danielle, like, our relationship growing up, like I said, like, we really bumped heads a lot. Yeah. and. It was, it was like an ongoing, like, who's going to best the other person. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it never ended. And whether it be, like, the things that I would do to her, like, tagging on to her friends or, like, her, like, mentally sabotaging me. Mm-hmm. Because she would do things, like, we would, play, we would play with dolls. Yeah. And we had, like, a lot of Beanie Babies, so we'd always play with our Beanie Babies. But every single time that we would play with them, it would be the exact same storyline that mm-hmm. we would play. And the storyline was this. <laughs> so (laughs) I was like, I don't even know what I was. I was like the mayor or something or like some sort of like prominent figure of this town Mm -hmm. and all the beanie babies loved me. And then Danielle was like a new person who was moving into town. And as soon as she comes in, like she's like, I don't, I don't know. She was like the trendsetter and like all the beanie babies were just like, oh, forget you. We're going to be best friends with her. And then at the end of it, everyone hated me and everyone was friends with her. And that's how it would end. Like every single time. And it, and like, I knew that was what was going to happen, but Danielle would like threaten and be like, I'm not going to play with you then if we change the story. And so like in like desperation to just have some sort of creative outlet, I yeah. would have to do this. So that's the kind of thing Danielle, like, Danielle, like, mentally, like, put these, like, I don't know, impairments in my brain about, like, social standing or something. Mm-hmm. So we were, it was, like, a constant back and forth what we could do to the other to torture each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, it was, I don't know, like, I would never change anything about, like, my past. Even, like, as adults, we always say, like, you know, we we always wanted a brother growing up. But now, thinking back, I'm just, like, honestly, I feel like, our dynamic worked for what it was. Mm-hmm. And as bizarre as that sounds, because I've told you more stories, obviously, and like some of them are pretty torturous, but like, I don't know, like it was, it, it like made me into like the sarcastic, cynical person that I am today. And I like myself that way, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It was, it was interesting having like a sister who was very different from me, but I liked it yeah I mean, I was actually kind of thinking about that earlier before I came here and before we started recording, I'm just kind of like how different I probably would have turned out if I had a sister mm-hmm. and it was kind of like i don't i don't I don't feel the need to think about the ways that I'd be different I'm yeah just kind of like I like the dynamic the way things are now. I think I would have been i don't know, I wouldn't have wanted to have a sister, yeah, I think if I would have had a brother. Depend, obviously depending and I don't want to stereotype but I feel like boys sometimes are more inclined to like like sports like Mm -hmm. going out and doing things you know Mm -hmm. whereas my sister was very much not that person yeah so for me I think about it and I'm just like one maybe if he was that way maybe he'd be completely different Mm -hmm. but if he was that way I feel like Danielle would feel even more so isolated than she did now growing up because like it'd be me and our brother like doing all the stuff with our parents and then Danielle being the one person it's like I hate all that stuff yeah versus if like he didn't like that stuff and he was with Danielle all the time like would that create some sort of weird like change in my parents perspective because like they're just like well two of our three children don't like this so let's not like, go down the sports alley, and then I would be, like, you know? <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe, like, it's for the best. Like, I mean, obviously, everything happens for a reason, yeah. but I don't know. It's interesting to think about. We got the siblings we were meant to have. As cheesy as that sounds, but yes. So, as far as, like, relationships now go, it's kind of difficult to maintain the same kind of relationships you had, like, when you were kids, like, now as adults, mm-hmm. because, My older brother, my oldest brother, Matt, he got married when he was 24. Mm -hmm. So I was 21. And then my twin brother got married when I was 22. So Really young. My brothers have been married for a while now. Right. And, you know, that comes with, like, having your own life. And, like, my oldest brother, he went to UCI, UC Orion. And he continued to live out there ever since. Mm -hmm. So he's been living out there for, like, the past you know 10 years mm-hmm. and you know that's already far enough away it's not a convenient drive yeah <laughs> to you can't just like pop over and like visit him whenever yeah so and so yeah it, it's been an interesting you know thing to learn how to juggle your relationships with your siblings now that you all have your own lives mm-hmm. like it's nice I love seeing them like, any chance that I get to see, like, my siblings and their wives like, is a great time. But yeah, it's different. And we all grew into different people, mm-hmm. you know, really? It's kind of weird to think about that, because, like, that's the whole, like, nature versus nurture thing, because we all had very similar upbringings. Yeah. I mean, mine was a little bit different because I was a girl. But for the most part, like, we all had similar expectations, like, put on us and all this whatever, but we all turned out so different. Yeah. Like, I... My... My two brothers are, like, on the opposite spectrum from each other, and I'm just, like, right in the middle. Right. And, you know, just trying to learn to I appreciate like, each other that yeah, way. Yeah, like, as you guys have grown up, like, those differences have become more defined. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because I think that it could be argued by people that I'm a pretty serious person, or mm-hmm. at least I have the appearance of being a pretty serious person. Mm-hmm. Which I feel is more so exaggerated in my older brother, right, and then on the other side of the spectrum is my twin brother, where he's just a lot he's super laid back, yeah, and just you know he he's just the opposite of that, he's mm-hmm. not like my brother my older brother's structured, whereas my twin brother's more spontaneous mm-hmm. and like that sort of stuff, yeah, and yeah, it's interesting, like growing up, and then like. Like you said, like trying to live your own life and then like what that means for the relationship that you once had with like your siblings. We've actually all butted heads more now that we're adults. Interesting. For certain. Which has been the weirdest thing ever because I'm just like, are we supposed to have gotten this all out of the way when we're kids? When your kids. Maybe it's like pent up aggression since you guys didn't fight at all. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But even then, like anything that we've had between us in the past couple years, like since becoming adults and whatever, like it's not been that bad. Mm-hmm. That's, That's good. Yeah. For like me and Danielle, it's really interesting because like kind of the opposite to what you're saying. It's like our relationship now is infinitely better than when we were kids. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, obviously when we were kids, we were kind of inseparable in the sense that, you know, like, you know, whatever, like we would just do a lot of things together. But like I said, we would like constantly be just, it just be nonstop tormenting each other. Yeah. And now as adults, as I kind of touched on earlier, it's like, we've kind of appreciated our differences and although we are very different, like, I feel like we get along. We enjoy each other's company, like, much more now. Yeah. Which I feel like is a lot easier to do when you don't have the juvenile things going on. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like maybe, that, maybe that's it because, like, we we've never held – and this is kind of, like, just – The differences in your family versus my family. Mm -hmm. Like my family, like has like we never hold things in. Like whenever like we're upset about anything, we're just like boom, 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 like we're gonna argue, we're gonna fight about it, like right then and there kind of deal, you know? But like, and I feel like because that happened, it's like we don't have any sort of like pent up like frustration. And so now we're just like, yeah, we're cool. Nothing wrong. Spoiler alert. One of my family's things is that, you know, it's not that. It's complicated because we just don't really talk about a lot of negative things, Yeah, as what Dre was saying. It's, it's, like a di- it's just a different yeah. like communication style, which is totally fine. Yeah. So really what it is, is we make the choice to like, instead of confronting each other about things, we just make the choice to more or less let it go. Yeah. Like we don't feel the need to bring it up. Which in a sense I feel like is possibly more healthy because you're like not, I don't know. It's in, maybe it works for certain, like, personality types more, you know? Yeah, because that's that's just how we were always raised to be. That was, like, the example that we had. Yeah. So, like, fighting doesn't really come naturally in that sort of way. Right. Like, I wouldn't know what to do to be... I wouldn't know how to be in open conflict with my siblings. Yeah, it's it's completely different. It's a foreign idea to me. Yeah, because for, for, sure. for me, I could never imagine, like, not saying something when I'm upset. Yeah. If my yeah, if my brothers do something to annoy me, I just I don't I just let it go. That see, that's so bizarre to me. I could never do that. If Danielle's doing something foolish, I straight up am just like, you need to stop. <laughs> I guess it really just depends on like what it is. Yeah, because like if it's something small, I'll be like, can you just not? Can you just cease mm-hmm. what you're doing? Yeah. But if it's like, you know, something more so bothers him, right. I more or less just let it go because ultimately I know that. My brothers wouldn't do anything intentionally to hurt you, to hurt right, me, right, right. To hurt my feelings. Yeah, like that's the, like the, the thing I appreciate you know most about my brothers is that even though we don't talk about a lot of things because we certainly don't, mm-hmm. we don't share particular things with each other, but they do care about me and I do right. know that. Right, right, right. They would never do anything mm-hmm. to, to hurt, hurt you. Right. Yeah, that's. I think that's like probably like the core of how your guys's communication style works yes is that like there's like that universal trust yeah we make that assumption that we're not out to get each other right yeah it's funny because there was one time when uh, because I feel like my husband grew up in a not in no way like a similar lifestyle Mm -hmm. but similar communication style ish Mm -hmm. to you guys Um, in the sense that like his family didn't really like, they didn't openly fight about things unless it was like really extreme and then they really fought and Mm -hmm. it was like a problem. But, um, there was one time that I, me and my husband were going over to my sister's apartment to like visit or something. And on the way there I had called her and I don't know, one thing happened. Choco in the background. That's her dog. Anyways, um, I called her and like, you know, I don't know, I don't even know how it happened, but like we started like arguing on the phone and we were just like screaming at each other like on the phone. (laughs) And Aaron's, like, sitting there in the front seat, like, and this is, like, early in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we hang up, and I'm still driving. He's just like, oh, man, so are we going to go home then? And I was just like, what? Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Like, why would we go home? He's just like, you guys just fought. Like, aren't we going to go home? Like, are we still going to go see her? And I was just like, yes. Like, why wouldn't we? And he could not, for the life of him, like, understand that. Because if, like, him and his sister were to have had that same interaction, they wouldn't have talked, for like, a month afterwards Hmm. which is really funny to me because it's just like me and danielle will literally have like a huge like super heated argument like we've gotten into like physical fights before like where we're like i like my whole vision has gone white and i'm just like you know like (laughs) totally wailing on her and stuff and like same thing with her and me and then like two minutes afterwards we're just like all right sorry about that what are we doing now (laughs) yeah see that's the thing i think that's good for both our situations is like no matter what the annoyance is like you can let it go really fast. And yeah. that's, like, the really good thing about my twin brother, Jacob, especially. Mm-hmm. He is so good at just letting it go. Yeah. Because, like, you know me. I'm more on the stewing side. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll let it go. I just, like, need a minute. Mm-hmm. So like, think just about give it me for a second. A while. Yeah. Like, I just need to step back for just a little bit, and then I'll be fine. Yeah. And same thing goes for my older brother as well, even though he's a little bit, I think, he's less fiery than I am in general. Right. But, yeah, Jacob just lets it go. Well, that's good. Honestly, like, I feel like that's probably the healthiest of all of these different techniques. Just, like, let it roll off your shoulders. He's good at doing that. But so one way or another, because both of our, all of our siblings are married, Mm -hmm. we ended up getting the other siblings. Yeah, the siblings that we never had. Different gender siblings. Yes. So, yeah, I have two sister-in-laws. I have Amanda, who's married to Matt, my older brother, and then Ashley, who's married to Jake, my twin brother. And it was an interesting ride figuring out how to be a sister to girls Mm -hmm. because I feel like it's different because like by the time that I had met both of them, I was in college and then shortly thereafter, like I was in a sorority. So I had like, you know, sisters. Mm -hmm. However, it's a little bit different. I think not that you were in a sorority, so you don't fully know, but it's different when it's actually like, this is your family. Yeah. You know, that's a different kind of interaction. They know you in a different kind of way Mm -hmm. than, you know, most people just on the outside know you. So it was interesting trying to figure out how to be a sister to them because I think they both need a different kind of sister. Do they have sisters themselves, like actual blood sisters? No. Okay. Interesting. So we're all first-time sisters. That was, like, really interesting trying to figure it out. Yeah. So Ashley is an only child, and then um, Amanda has an older brother. Okay. So we're all trying to figure out how to be sisters to each other. And it's weird for me because I'm just kind of like... I've never been the super sherry, like, emotional person in that way. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like is what sisters kind of are to each other sometimes. In a sense, yeah. Possibly. Yeah, so it's... And it's so funny because I had moments with both of my sister-in-law's where this happened. Where the first time I referred to... I. um Amanda mm-hmm. as my sister, mm-hmm. like just as a straight sister, mm-hmm. was when they were engaged and I was working at in and out at the time and they came through the drive-thru and Amanda, Amanda did. And I just happened to be near one of the windows when like, they pulled up. So like we said hi or whatever. And I was introducing them to one of my coworkers. I'm just like, oh, this is my brother, Matt, my sister, Amanda. Mm-hmm. For me, totally innocuous. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I don't like, I don't throw like a bunch of like meaning on things that way. Okay. Like, I said it because I meant it. Yeah. But I didn't wasn't trying to be, like, very emotional, emotional about it. Emotional, yeah. And apparently, like, they drove away, and man was just like, she called me <laughs> your sister! <laughs> like, it was, yeah. like, this profound moment for her. Yeah. Which, to me, I'm just like, yeah. It's a no-brainer to me. I'm like, sure. Yeah. And you guys are getting married? That's my sister. Yeah. And then more so recently, like, the same sort of situation happened with... With Ashley. With Ashley, where... We were at church, and we were, like, walking through the parking lot and whatever, and mm-hmm. then Nicole was at your shop with you, mm-hmm. and she was calling me to see if I was going to stop by because, like, that was something that I did at the time. Like, my parents were doing a Bible study during that time or just before had been doing a Bible study, so when they were doing that right after church, I'd just go hang out with you. hmm so she called and was just like, oh, you're going to come over here? And I was like, oh, no, like I'm going to lunch with my parents and my brother and my sister. Mm-hmm. And Ashley was in earshot and I could hear her. I could hear her reaction. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, she called me her sister. <laughs> so they both had the same reaction then. Yes. That's cute. It is. Do you like when they called you their sister, did you have that reaction? No. Okay. But <laughs> at the same time. I don't get overly emotional about right. things in that way. Right. Like, I always, you know, wanted to have sisters and I ended up getting sisters in that way. So, like, that, you know, was good for me. But I'm, you know, I'm rewarded through those relationships in different ways. Mm-hmm. Like, it is nice to have, you know, women my age who are family to, like, talk to about things. Yeah. Because... My brothers and I don't, like, talk about, like, my dating life, for example. Right, right, right. Like, that was never a thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm more so trying to be more open about that now with, like, family and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, like, I never talked to my brothers about that. But, like, I'm able to talk to now my sisters about it. Yeah. So it's, like, that door to, like, another sibling is opening slowly. Yeah. Because I think, you know, it was taking me time to acclimate to that situation. Right. But, you know, now I'm becoming more open to it. That's good. Yeah. On the, on the flip side, with me and Brian, my brother in law, it was, well, okay. Maybe I shouldn't say it so like black and white. Because for me, it just like was so easy mm-hmm. to invite him into our family. Mm-hmm. But I guess when I look at it from his perspective, like the first time we have met, he he's like much more on like the shy, reserved side. Mm-hmm. And so the first time we met, my sister had invited him over. And all that I knew about him was that he liked the video game Guitar Hero or mm. like Rock Band or something. Yes. And so, and at, and like I, here's a fun fact about me that means nothing. It has no actual relevance, but I'm really, really good at Guitar Hero. <laughs> really good. It's, so, it's such like an insignificant skill to have. Yes. But anyways, so he comes over. And I, like, walk up to him, and just like, so, Brian, I hear you play a mean guitar hero. Ugh. And he's just, like, he just looks at me. He's, like, uh, yeah. And then walks away. <laughs> and I was just, like, that is so rude. Like, I'm just trying to get to know, my like, my sister's boyfriend. And he, like, did not pay me, like, one second, you know? Like, he, he was not interested. Later, I found out he didn't know that I was Danielle's sister. Oh. He thought I was her friend. Cause mm-hmm. he saw no resemblance, which is really funny. Because growing up, me and Danielle had zero resemblance, and now like people think we're twins. I wouldn't say twins, but you definitely look related. Like there are definitely like there are aspects of your face, like your eyes, especially, where I'm just like you are siblings for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, it's like our expressions and like our eyes and eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah, like so later, I found out it's because he actually didn't know I was her sister, but. So I guess it was, like, a little bit different for him because he was probably – it probably was more, like, your your experience mm-hmm. where he had to open the door a little bit slower to, like – and not so much because, like, he wasn't used to having a sister because he has a sister in, real, in like, his own family, mm-hmm. but maybe more because, like, just his personality type is, like, a little bit more reserved to let people in. yeah But on my sense, like, in, on in my side – oh, my God. On my side, <laughs> it was really easy. Like, it was – I don't know. Maybe it's more di- just based off of our two experiences. Maybe it's more difficult to have a sister than it is to have a brother. I think, I mean, maybe. I mean, I'm really used to having brothers. so mm-hmm. like that's You can't really speak to it? No. I mean, mean, I don't know. But I think it can be more difficult perhaps to relate to each other mm-hmm. because you don't have like the fundamental. Yeah, I think it might be a little bit hard to, harder to relate. Yeah, in that way, because I think that sometimes, especially like if a guy is shy, uh-huh. it can be hard to get to know each other. Yeah, in that way, like, yeah, I guess take down the walls. Yeah, it was. I don't know. It was super easy though for me to invite Brian into our house, and it was really nice for my dad because like once Brian came in, he was like the first like significant male I would say to like come into our household. So my dad was just like, "All right, I'm not alone." Plus, like Brian's a musician. Mm. Which my dad is also a musician, yeah. So they're just like karaoke, guitar, you know. Like it was, it worked out. was your dad's dream? I know exactly. And then like it, it's funny because like Brian fulfilled the artistic aspect of my dad's dream, mm-hmm. and then my husband fulfilled the athletic aspect of my dad's dream. So Aww. like my dad's just like sitting pretty. He's just like, all right, I got my boys. That's cool. But um, yeah, and it it was cool too because um, like Brian like kind of introduced me to like a lot of things that. Like, I didn't get introduced because of having a sister. Like, he more was the one who introduced me to, like, Kingdom Hearts, like, video games and, like, cool music and, like, all this stuff that, you know, like... I, I mean, like, probably sisters can introduce you to, just, like, in my sense, Danielle didn't really play video games other than, like, Super Nintendo. But, yeah, so it was, it was different and it was really enjoyable when he came into our lives. So growing together as adults, growing together as people, learning each other's communication styles... How has it been? So, for me, I think that the biggest thing has been learning to let go of who you always saw your siblings as when mm. you were growing up. Mm-hmm. Because, especially especially with my twin brother, mm-hmm. because me and him were so close growing up. Mm-hmm. We were so very close. And then, you know, naturally, we just won't be anymore. Because, like, I'm not going to be, like, the main, like, not to... Like I guess sound weird, but I'm not gonna be the main girl in his life anymore because he has a wife. A wife, yeah. Like I'm not gonna be the one he relies on in that way anymore. Yeah. So that was really difficult for me to get used to, mm-hmm. and like even for Matt as well. Like just not having the same relationship we had growing up it was difficult because like I liked being close to my brothers. Mm-hmm. We still are to a certain extent, but you know, obviously. Like, we have to make more room in our life for or our growing families. Yeah. And having to, you know, just respecting each other for who we are now. Yeah. Because we all have our differences. And especially now that we're adults, we have our opinions about our differences. But, excuse me, we have to all respect how we live our lives. Right. You know, because I feel like, you know, more so, like, I, I'm... However, my brothers want to live their lives. is fine. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going off the deep end. Mm-hmm. They're fine. Mm-hmm. Whatever little quirks that they picked up as an adults that maybe I don't agree with, like, it's all cool. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not my responsibility to police them or right. whatever. Like, you know. That's on their wives. They're, yes. su- yeah. <laughs> they're successful adults in their own right. Like, they mm-hmm. all have, like, careers and whatever. And, you know, that's great. And learning to be happy, you know, for them but not necessarily near them all the time, mm-hmm. like I'd like to be. Right. And, uh... Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of the same for me, too. And, I mean, not so much in the, like, not being near them, because, I mean, my sister lives, like, 20 minutes away. It's not far. Yeah. But I think kind of what you're saying, like, understanding each other mm-hmm. and understanding each other's needs... And realizing that, like, it won't be the same in the sense that, like, you know, like, you can't just, I don't know, like, expect them to be there all the time because they are living their own life. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Like, for me, I don't know. Like, kind of what I've been saying this whole time. I just feel like my relationship with Danielle has, like, very much improved. Mm-hmm. So for me, as adults, I feel like we've grown, instead of growing, like, apart from each other it's like we like were like kind of like wavering and then now we're just kind of like good yeah and i think i don't know i think that for me having had you know finally getting like sisters and finally like having that like sister-in-law relationship but that's actually having you know in-laws has taught me to really be more open with my brothers actually Mm -hmm. that's good yeah which is And that's more so been like a development that's been happening recently in this year. That's good. Yeah. Where I'm telling my sister's law more. So I'm telling my brother's more. And, you know, that's, you know, helping me mature as a person. Mm -hmm. Like it's been adding a new flavor to my life that I didn't know that was missing. Pistachio. Sure. (laughs) That's the first flavor that came into my head. That's really funny. Anyway. But anyways. Okay, Cool. I think before we wrap up, I want to share one more story. Okay. Because if I don't tell this story, I have to tell this story. This is the classic story about me and Danielle growing up. Okay. So, I mean, obviously, I told the story about me and Paulette. Mm-hmm. I told the story about Danielle and the Beanie Babies. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the other most significant story about our childhood was the sugar story. I love this story. This is a great story. Sorry, Danielle. This is a great story. Oh, my gosh. I was, This is just... We were conniving kids. Like, we were both so evil. And so, okay. So, when I was younger, I was very weak. I was very, very skinny child, as we've talked about before in podcasts. Like, I looked like an, emaci- an emaciated little baby. And I was really big on drinking tea from mm-hmm. a young age. So one day I, like, walked into our kitchen. Our kitchen had, like, two exits on the opposite side of the room. Mm -hmm. And Danielle's in there, like, I don't know, eating cereal. And I come in, and I'm, like, going to make myself a tea. And I wanted to add sugar to my tea. And as as so many Mexicans do, we always, like, use recycled containers of other products to, like, fill with, like, a different product. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know how to explain that better, but, like will save containers to fill it with other things that aren't from that same container. Mm -hmm. And so my mom used to use these like huge... I don't even know what came in them originally, but they were like these huge like tubs of like jars and she like filled it with sugar. So like to get the sugar, we had to get this huge tub... And so me being, like, a baby, you know, I, like, walk over to it. And I'm, like, trying to grab it. And, of course, like, my weak little arms couldn't support it. Mm-hmm. So, I like, I'm trying to, like, get back to the t- to the table and I, like, drop it on the floor and this, like, huge mountain of sugar just, like, flies everywhere and, like, the entire kitchen is covered in sugar. Mm-hmm. And so, like, and obviously I made a loud noise and I'm just, like, standing there, like, oh, crap. And then Danielle comes over and she's just like, oh, you're going to get in trouble. And then I hear my mom from the other side of the house being like, what was that? And like, I hear her coming and like walking towards the kitchen. So I'm just like, and I dash out of the other exit, Mm -hmm. leaving Danielle, like standing there next to the sugar. Yeah. And my mom comes in. Sees like the scene, looks at Danielle. I run around the house and come in behind my mom, and I'm just like, oh, What happened? <laughs> and literally, like in one instance, like my mom was just like, Danielle, like, you know, just like ready with the chunk, like, like ready to like beat her. And Danielle's yeah. just like, <laughs> like, Oh my God, I didn't do this. But like, you know, my mom didn't believe her. And yeah, that was, yeah. That was the story. That was what I did to Danielle. Well, to leave one last little tidbit for my family, I guess, Mm. in in the similar vein of doing your siblings dirty, (laughs) I have one too. Let's hear it. I've told you this before. Have I? Okay. So when I was around fourth or fifth grade, fourth grade, I think, I really wanted a -A Build-A-Bear. Oh, yeah. You told me this. It's a good story. It's a good story. So I really wanted a -A Build-A-Bear monkey because that's like what my good friends... Had at the time. Mm-hmm. So the thing was that my mom was just like, all right, you could have one, but you have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And the thing about me before I would say college uh-huh. is that I could not hold on to money. <laughs> I could not. As soon as I received it, it was out of my hands. Yeah. I was spending it on something. So what I was spending it on at like 10 years old, I could not tell you. Candy. Probably snacks at the snack bar at school. Mm-hmm. So the cost of... This Build-A-Bear monkey was $20. Pretty steep. Pretty steep for that age. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my imp- impatience to have this Build-A-Bear, I, like, I was saving money, I guess, like, I was saving my allowance, but the, my allowance wasn't, like, that big, like, I don't know, like, maybe a couple dollars, like, I think it was less than five. Okay. A week? Yeah. Okay. Something like that. And, to speed up the process, I would go into my brother's room. Do they know this? I don't think so. <laughs> Do they listen to the podcast? I don't know. <laughs> okay. But my mom listens, and I don't think that she knows this. So you're going to be hearing this for the first time, mom. Sorry. Anyway. She was like, that was probably, what if, like, this is a story that she holds dear to her heart about when you became a responsible adult and <laughs> now you're going to crush it? I wouldn't be surprised, though, oh if she had, like, secretly known the whole time. Maybe. Anyway, okay, go so, on. Inside my brother's room, my older brother Matt, he had this, you know those, like, plastic, like, um, pitchers? Like, if you went to, like, you know, a pizza parlor, like, mm-hmm. that's, like, what they kept the soda in. Yeah. So, like, a plastic pitcher my brother had, like, on their dresser. And my older brother would put all of his coins in it. Mm-hmm. So, I'd go into his room and I'd steal quarters. And that's how I saved to buy my Build-A-Bear monkey... By I don't. I have no idea how much I took from them. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Maybe somewhere, <laughs> maybe somewhere in the ballpark of like eight or ten dollars. Okay. Which, Matt, if you ever listen to this, if you want those eight or ten dollars, I suppose I could give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> if you want, you know, to be paid back, mm-hmm. whatever. I guess that's fair. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I, I stole the money from that's him. so funny. And it's like, that's so classic what, like, siblings would do to each other, though. Yeah. And that's that, one thing Danielle and I never did. Well, actually, I don't know from Danielle's side, but I never stole from Danielle. Yeah. Like, I mean. Other than close. I suppose I should, like, sit here and, like, feel bad about it, but I'm just kind of like, as a kid. It's, no, you're, I mean, like, it's $8. Whatever. Buy him a sandwich. Like, you're fine. Yeah. And, like, the really nice part was, too, like... You know, my mom told took me to get this boulder bear, and all I had to do was really pay for the bear itself. Mm-hmm. And, like, she bought all these accessories, like, mm-hmm. for, like, my monkey thing yeah, for yeah. me. Because I'm just kind of like... She, Which is real sweet. You know, it didn't enter my mind, oh, accessories also cost, cost things. Cost money, yeah. So, you know, she wasn't raining on my parade by being like, you didn't raise money for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, sorry, Matt. <laughs> Anyways...